Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Discoculia webinars, a Discoculia cartoon, working memory in Discoculia and math anxiety, ideas for kids with dyscalculia, and the advantages of neurodiversity. This is week 16 in 2016, and this is our podcast looking at the links provided on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of discoculiaservices.com. Glad to be here. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. So um, now let's start with this. Here's a picture of you on our page and it says free webinar on Discoculia. What's that all about? Yeah, that's definitely a first um, and it fits in our commitment to raise awareness for Discoculia. Um, so uh, these webinars are free and we're planning a whole series, uh, probably five or six that we also will repeat at uh, regular intervals, if you have missed it. And uh, we will go over the basics, so that um, more people have access to, uh, to uh, information about this um, learning disability, and hopefully more uh, students can benefit from uh, getting assessed and eventually getting help by, by tutoring. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful initiative. And, and so this will be like a series? And then, yes, this will be a series and with regular repeats. And, and we will definitely shoot for having a new one every month for for maybe half a year. Okay, and that will be on your on your website, uh, yes, the Times the, and everything? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We, we publish the Times in uh, Central Daylight Time, CDT. So people who are uh, not in our time zone can click on the, um, uh, what is your local time compared to uh, Central Daylight Time. And For their local uh, time Yeah, because we have people right. from many different countries yes. and, and time zones. Yes, yes. Well, wonderful. Our, our next link is uh, it's also wonderful. It is a cartoon about Discoculia. What's that about? Yeah, this is uh, really interesting. It's a program. Uh, to make your own cartoon. So you can put in characters against the background, you can uh, let them say um, things, and it, it reads as a complete cartoon. And I think this is a wonderful introduction for uh, students who uh, might have a combination of dyslexia and dyscoculia and are not really into reading long articles or books. And by uh, presenting the material in such a visual way, they might be, um, yeah, introduced to uh, the background of dyscalculia and, yeah, and better really. understand their own struggle so that they also know that they're not alone and that something can be done. So it, it really looks very nice. It's as if you turn pages on your screen and, and see other characters talk about the subject. It's really wonderful. We should really upgrade this podcast to a, to a video podcast so people can see this, or they need to go to our link. It's uh, The program is made by, uh, or the Discoculia cartoon is made by uh, Kailu Hayat. Mm, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correct, but uh, it's a wonderful uh, initiative. I've never heard of the program Tundu. Never heard of it, but this is definitely uh, definitely a wonderful tool for uh, for younger people. 
Now the next uh, link uh, for this week is about working memory. That's a more complicated link. Um, and what can we learn here? I, I understand they've done some research on working memory. Yes, yes. This is very, very interesting. And I would definitely recommend people who have a uh, an interest in understanding the background in the neuroscience to go over this uh, article. Uh, it focuses on um, the intertwined um, issues of working memory and dyscalculia and math anxiety. And it is um, published by the Center for Neuro, uh, Neuroscience in Education. And we really need to know the underlying cognitive processes um, that cause issues with dyscalculia to be able to help those students better. Mm -hmm. And apparently there are different groups that need have different needs. So um, developmental dyscalculia is um, compared with uh, visual-spatial uh, memory. And what they have here is describing a study in Italy uh, or 69 um, middle school students and they were um, divided in three groups. So one of the findings was that if math anxiety increases, math performance decreases. And what links developmental dyscalculia with math anxiety? Is it an emotional problem or the common factor that might be working for both? Okay. Now, the interesting thing is that dyscalculia and math anxiety have different working memory problems. And that is really oh, something new that came out of this uh, research. Right. As you know, we have different types of working memory. Yep. Yeah? We have the primarily verbal working memory mm -hmm. and the uh, visual working memory and the part of the working memory that uh, links the things together. Okay. Now, this study was about uh, 69 stu uh, students in middle school in mm -hmm. Italy, and there were three groups, those with uh, primarily developmental dyscalculia, those with primarily math anxiety, and the third group, they had no issues had no with math at all. Okay. Yeah, so that's a control group. Okay. Now, and... What they found, and what's interesting and important for uh, intervention, is that the students with um, developmental dyscalculia needed more help in mental manipulation of objects. And those with math anxiety actually had a more impaired verbal working memory. So they need more help scaffolding when uh, when they're doing work problems. Okay, so this is actually helping the, the interventions. Absolutely. These By the way, the, the kids with the um, math anxiety, just like the kids with the developmental dyscalculia, they, both groups had impaired visual-spatial tasks right. memory. memory. Right. And in particularly when there was a higher workload. That the, okay. They decreased in uh, ability. There was uh, more uh, profound. Okay. So uh, this actually might support the idea that math anxiety eats away working memory resources. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that that will have implications for the people that develop the uh, the effective interventions. Absolutely. It's a very good research. That is very good research.
talking with Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. So our, our next link for the week is about some ideas for activities for students with dyscalculia. And um, now this is a, this is a culture, todayquestions.com. It's a, it's a site where they answer many questions. And, and this question was about, you know, do you, do you have any activities for students with dyscalculia? Yes, yes. I, um, I saw one remark in there, to, uh, which is, quote, to teach students with dyscalculia, you must let them touch, see, and manipulate physical objects, unquote. And I couldn't uh, agree more. Uh, this is really a core element of good intervention, and that will also be mentioned in our, our future webinars. Um, I, I really see that on a daily uh, basis in my own practice. Oh. <laughs> in the background we hear... Our dog, alarming, is probably uh, somebody in the garden from our studios uh, passing by. So, um, about um, the multisensorial uh, instruction, I, I do see that uh, constantly. That is what those uh, students need. And uh, you can use all kinds of things from blocks, Legos, pennies, marbles, right. uh, dice, um, Things in a little bag you can even carry around for uh, for a week and add and take away marbles. Uh, they had a lot of really nice suggestions to help those kids. Great, great because it's not about the manipulatives; it's it's about what you do with it, right? Absolutely, yeah, yes, that's yes, the, yes. Uh, that's the deal. Well, that brings us to the last link for the week, and this is a wonderful initiative from the BBC. And they have this this poster. You see that more often. The poster, like you know, uh, you know, carry on and drink more coffee. And but this one says, "I'm not weird. I'm limited edition." <laughs> and <laughs> and so, what's the initiative here, Doctor Schroeder? This is a is a great initiative by the BBC, and uh, the plan is to focus on the strength um, of uh, people who have a uh, learning difference and eventually to make the workforce more diverse because if you um, overlook constantly a specific group um, you leave out the specific uh, abilities and strengths that that group might bring to your workforce and they are um, realizing that and started an initiative to promote uh, more inclusive uh, workforce uh, for people who have uh, have a learning difference. Also, they try to take away the prejudices against people with a learning difference because right. so far, uh, what we all have done is focusing on the negative side, focusing on the problems, but yeah. we have never advertised some uh, specific strength. And I can uh, relate this to an example um, in um, the admissions for university. As you all know, the whole uh, Discoculia services um, is originated because uh, our daughter has dyslexia. And I started to look into learning differences more because of that. 
Now, when she was ready to go to college, uh, you have, as a parent, a dilemma. What are we doing? Are we disclosing that immediately to a college or university? Or wait until they figure it out. (laughs) Or might that really, really negatively influence her chances? Now, for some universities, I had the opportunity to speak in person to an admissions officer and I said what should we do in this case if you have a student who has a learning difference in particular dyslexia and the answer and this was already six years ago was for me very surprising and in sync with what the BBC is doing here uh, the answer was but what is she um, going to study so industrial design And the answer was, oh, that's perfectly fine. There are many students with dyslexia in that uh, area. And actually, they seem to do better than students without (laughs) dyslexia. It would probably be different if she was going to do English literature. Maybe that would not not. not be an extra prey. Yeah, they call these kids sometimes uh, twice exceptional. They have, uh, they're exceptional because they have a learning disability and they're exceptional because they are usually gifted and talented at the same time. And they can think out of the box. Which is wonderful that the BBC, uh, you know, does this initiative and and does this project. so, so we hope uh, we hope for mm-hmm. great results. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your explanations and uh, and the updates. Uh, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. And don't miss her webinars; they are also advertised on her front page. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.